You've just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Identifying sound doctrine. Hashtag Jesus is enough. And we looked at 1 Timothy chapter number 4 as well as 2 Timothy 2. And just I want to review then give you a couple of more things. But last week we talked about that there were three essentials that are indispensable when it comes to identifying sound doctrine. We said number one was doctrine. You have to know what you are being taught. You have to know what information that you are receiving whereby you are leading or living your lives. We said number two, diversion. Anytime you are turning away, that's a good sign that you are receiving the wrong information and deliverer, the messenger. So we want to get to number two, diversion, and number three, deliverer on today. But however, let me give you just a little review. We talked about doctrine on last week, and we said one of the reasons why the Apostle Paul uh, was writing his uh, protege, his son in the ministry, Timothy, uh, chapter number one, First Timothy, excuse me, chapter number one, particularly uh, uh, number four, he talked about removing false doctrines or false teachings from the body from the body and correcting proper stewardship now he said there are going to be times or the time is coming when people will no longer uh, endure sound doctrine but they're going to turn away from the truth they're going to give heed to seducing spirits watch this and doctrines of demons are you here they're going to give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. In chapter 2 Timothy, he encourages them, listen, again, uh, even in the midst of people not wanting to endure sound doctrine, you remain faithful. Preach this, whether it's uh, uh, a time to or not. In other words, he was saying, whether it's popular or not, you teach this. You teach the truth so my people will know. As a matter of fact, he said, they're going to be, people are going to become lovers of, sell, of themselves. Watch this. Lovers of themselves. What do you mean? Only concerned about self. Are you here? Notice the truth will still be taught, but there will be those who turn away from it. But you keep teaching the truth. Are you with me? Now, uh, let's read verses 3 through 5. Now, if you start at verse 1, it begins again to uh, talk about the, the, what's going to happen. But he said, correct those who err in doctrine. So that's what we've been doing the last couple of weeks. Correcting those who err in their teaching, in their information. Are you with me? Now, now watch this. You have to be very cunning because, I, let me back up a little bit. He said there are going to be people who are giving heed to seducing spirits. Just because, and you have to remember, the devil is cunning. 
So he's not just going to come at you, especially when you're somewhere getting the truth. So he may come at you in a different fashion than what you are expecting. Notice they would turn away from the truth. Now watch this. If he can keep me so busy, so preoccupied where I'm not getting myself into the environment where the truth has been taught, he's already working on me. That's why it's advantageous, watch this, that I am where the word of God is being taught. Because there's no way you can stand on this word if you're not in an environment where the truth is being taught. And it should matter to you when you're not hearing this word. And trust you me, if your foundation is not solid, you will err from the truth. Yes, you will. Mm-mm. Let's read. For the time will come when people will what? Not tolerate sound doctrine and accurate instruction that challenges them with the truth. So anything that challenges you with the word of God, people will turn away. They don't want to hear that. But wanting to have their ears tickled with what? Something pleasing. Tell me what satisfies my flesh. I don't want to hear the truth. I'm enjoying what I'm doing too much. <laughs> they will accumulate for themselves what many teachers one after another chosen to satisfy their own desires and to support watch this the errors you know you're in error a good sign when I reject the truth and I run away from, from it that is a good indicator that you are in error and the more you reject the truth the more you will reject the truth <laughs> let me say it again The more you reject the truth, the more you will reject the truth. So as long as I don't want to hear the truth, it's only going to build bigger barriers whereby you make sure that you don't receive the truth. Are you with me? Verse 4, and will turn their ears away from the truth and will what? Wander off into myth, man-made fixes. We talked about that last week. And will accept the unacceptable. I don't even have to, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. You can look on social media. You can look at the news and tell that people are accepting. We are living in a society where people are accepting the unacceptable. Man, you can't even imagine. You would, some of us would have never imagined the things that we are seeing today. Man, in 20 years from now, God only knows. But he says, but as for you. Believer, not just Timothy, but us also, be clear-headed in every situation. Stay calm and cool and steady. Endure every hardship without what? Flinching, okay? Now, let's get to this. Last week, again, we talked about three centers that are indispensable when it comes to identifying sound doctrine. Number one, doctrine. Someone say doctrine. We have to know what is being taught. And we said that word doctrine, it just simply means information or instructions. You must know what you are being instructed to do. What are you being taught? What are you being taught? It's the Greek word, diaskalia, and it simply means instruction and information, especially as it applies to one's lifestyle. Doctrine is the worldview by which we govern our lives. Everyone, whether they are aware of it or not, are living their lives based upon somebody's doctrine, somebody's teaching, somebody's 
instruction. Are you with me? And I said this, if our, if our doctrine is based soundly upon Scripture, we can know we are walking in the path that God has designed for us. So if you are not being instructed in the ways of the Lord Jesus, guess what? According to Scripture, that individual is in error. How can you say that? Because Jesus declared that I am the way, <laughs> meaning there are no other ways. I am the truth. If you want to know the way, follow me. If you want to know the truth, come to me. If you want life, find it. You can find it in me. So we said, number one, you have to understand what, what you are being taught. Now, uh, 1 Corinthians, and I'm just reviewing now, but we and write these verses down. 1 Corinthians 3.11 said this, and I'm just going to read it. The word of God says, for God has already placed Jesus Christ as the one and only foundation and no other foundation or blueprint or original design can be laid. So we, we discovered last week that Jesus is the one and only foundation whereby truth must be built upon. Are you with me? Then we've seen in John, I'm not going to elaborate on these, but I want to show you that last week we discovered that the teachings of Jesus is the truth. So whatever you are receiving, whereby to govern your lives, is it the truth? Are you here? We've seen in 2 John 1, 9, anyone who does not stay with the teaching of Christ but goes beyond it, what do you mean? Saying something that he has not declared. Changing the truth into a lie. So anyone who goes beyond does not have God. Whoever uh, does stay with the teaching has both the Father and who? The Son. You guys with me? Are y'all here? 1 Timothy 1. I'm just reviewing 1 Timothy 1, 3 and 4. We've seen this. As I urge you, when I went up to Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge them that they teach no other what? Doctrine. Listen to what we're telling Timothy. In charge others that they are not to teach any other doctrine, teachings, instructions whereby they must govern their lives, nor give heed to fables, endless genealogies, which causes what? Disputes rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Guys, this is important because with so many religions out here now you as a believer better know the God that you serve and you should be able to clearly articulate why you believe in the Lord Jesus as like Peter said you should have give anyone who comes to you and asks you why you believe what you believe you should have an answer for them are you here look at your neighbor and say God is not dead he is much alive you here We've seen in 2 Peter, write these down. 2 Peter 3, 17, 18, he said this. The word of God says this. Therefore, let me warn you, beloved, knowing these things beforehand, be on your guard. Someone say, be on guard. Be on guard. Say it like you mean it. Be on, be on guard. guard so that you are not what? Carried away by error of unprincipled men who distort doctrine. So if I'm not on guard, it's easy to be carried away by unprincipled men. Yeah, you sound intelligent. It sounds good. But it's not the truth. 
That's why you have to study to show yourselves to prove unto God a workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And watch this, just because I'm showing up on Sunday doesn't mean that I, I, I'm being led away. Listen, let me tell you how easy, so easily people can be misled. Even in a, even in a relationship, I'm following the instructions of him or her because what they are telling me to do goes against the truth. Well, I love you, baby. Don't worry about that preacher. Preacher don't know everything. I love you, but what does the word say? That was a nugget. I don't know who that was for. But, but and matter of fact, if he loves you or if she loves me, lead me into, in the way of truth. And ladies, let me encourage you. I, I just want to encourage you. Look to you, ladies. All the ladies should be saying, Pastor, I'm all ears. Let me encourage you. This just a nugget. Don't follow a man who is not following God. I'm not the only true and living God. Are you here? Half of the women clap, half didn't. I guess the half that didn't clap are following men who are not following. And when the blind lead the blind. We're not talking about that today. 1 Timothy 6, we've seen this, 3 and 5. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, listen to this. He is proud, knowing nothing. And I showed you last week, so they may sound smart. It may look good. But if the teaching goes away from Christ, he's proud. She's proud. In other words, all about self. It's about me. I don't want to follow another man's way. I believe God is bigger than that. There's so many different religions. And why would a big God put us in such a small box? He is not putting you in a small box. He is letting you know that I am the way and there is no other way. Are you with me? Doctrine. So we talked about, then we said that Jesus or the word was in the beginning. We've seen that. Who remember that? So he existed, he existed in the body, excuse me, in the beginning with God the Father. We've seen that in 1 John 1, 1 and 2. Someone said, Jesus is enough. And we see this. And we've seen, I don't know what's going on with these monsters. I don't know if they're on their own or what, but let's, let's deal with that. Um, in John 1, the word of God declares, in the beginning was the, what? Word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In the beginning was the word. The word was where? In the beginning. The word was where? In the beginning. And we see uh, in verse 15, the, the word Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. So Jesus, who was called the word, was in the beginning. So everything started with him. And anything that was made, it was made by Jesus. We've seen that in verse 3 of John. Are you here? So Jesus was in the beginning, <laughs> or the word, are you with me? 
Then we went to, uh, of course, John 1, 14, 15, we see where it became flesh. Uh, Isaiah the prophet prophesied in Isaiah 44, thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and Holy Redeemer, I am the Lord. I am the first, the last. Besides me, there is what? No other God. Then we see in Revelation 22, 13, where Jesus identifies himself as the Alpha, the Omega. Do y'all remember this? Beginning and end, first and the last. Um, then we also said that he, he identified himself as I am. We've seen that Exodus 3, 14. Are you with me? Also, John 8, 58, write those down because I see the time is, is it trying to get ahead of me. Um, then we concluded, um, of course, the word was with God, and the word was God. We've seen that John 1-1. We went to Colossians 1, 15 and 17, where um, Jesus existed at the beginning, uh, before creation. He is the creator. We've seen that. Um, so we got that. So number one, um, when it comes to understanding essentials of sound doctrine, we must understand what we are being what taught. Talk back to me. We must understand what. And this time, say it like I'm not in here by myself, from the front to the back. We must understand what we are being. Thank you. So three essentials that are indispensable when it comes to identifying sound doctrine. Number one is what doctrine. What I am being. What instructions are governing my life. Number two, diversion. What's number two? Diversion. Come on, say it out loud. Diversion. Number two. Diversion. Number two. Diversion. Number two. Diversion. Number one. Diversion. Number five. <laughs> and somebody had the nerve to yell out something. Yeah, we number two is diversion. What do I mean by diversion? Deviation, turning aside. If the instructions that govern your life, turn you away from Christ, you are in error. Ooh. You are being misled. Why? Because no other foundation can be laid. Jesus is enough. Galatians 1, chapter 6, CEV. Here we see the Apostle Paul talking to those at Galatia, people who were... Um, newly converted believers, but because of sound doctrine, excuse me, because of false doctrine or teachings, they were going away from the truth. And parents, let me encourage you, you should want, not only should you have a, have a solid foundation in this word, but you should want your children. This should matter to your children because it's not enough for you to be settled in heaven and your children are not. You should want your children to know the truth. Are you here? Verse 6. I am shocked. Listen to this. That you have so quickly turned from who? God. Who chose you with this gift of undeserved grace. You have believed what? Another message. When there is really only what? One true message. There are many messages, but there is only one true message. Let me say it again. There are many messages being perpetuated throughout the earth, but there's only one. There are lots of messages, but there's only one. There are many messages. 
but there's only one true message. Are you here? But some people are causing you trouble and want to make you turn away from the what? The good news about who? Christ. I pray that God would punish anyone who preaches anything different from my message to you. Or originally, uh, King James says, let them be cursed. Then it says, it doesn't matter if that person is one of us or an angel, an angel from heaven. So seven centuries later, an angel appear to anybody, even to Muhammad, and give him a different message other than what God said, then he is in error. Are you here? So if an angel come down and give anybody, give me a revelation other than what God said, then I am in error. If an angel gives you a different revelation to give us than what God has said, are y'all here? Oh, pastor, that's hard. This is the word. That's why we should be so aggressive in going to all the world and declaring this good news. Are you here? And let me say, say this. People have a right to believe in whomever they wish. Doesn't mean that what they believe is true, but they have that's their right. But I want the truth. First Timothy. So here Paul says, man, there, there is no other gospel. So if someone teaches something different than what's already been laid, he says, man, let them be cursed. 1 Timothy 4.16, NIV says this. Are you guys here? So what's number two? Watch this. You know, uh, uh, these are somewhat practical elementary things that we should know as believers. <laughs> because, you know, if I'm going to shout... Nothing wrong with shouting. But when I get out in this real world, <laughs> you better be able to stand your ground when it comes to defending this truth. Because there's nothing impressive about a nice shout, but I can't stand on this word. I don't know how to defend this gospel. There's nothing cute about that. You can speak in all kinds of tongues, but you better know how to defend this gospel in the midst of a bunch of people teaching untruths in a world who disregards God. And we got to get out of just all of these different formalities, but no real root in the word. And can't give a reason why you worship Jesus. <laughs> and there ain't no need to be ashamed. Only reason, only way I would be ashamed is if I didn't have the truth. But when you have the truth, man, stand your ground. The word defends itself. You just have to know what it says. <laughs> 
Watch your life and doctrine what? Closely. Watch what you've been taught closely. Persevere in them. Because there will be t- people who try to get you to believe otherwise, but you persevere. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Now watch this. Once you receive Christ, your spirit is eternally secure. Only way I can get out of that is I stop believing. Are you here? You renounce God. How? By following another doctrine. So watch what you've been taught closely. 2 Peter 3, 17, 18. I, I may have read this in one of the others. Therefore, let me warn you, beloved, knowing these things beforehand, be on your guard so that you're not carried away again by the error of, error of unprincipled men who distort doctrine and fall from your own steadfastness of mind, knowledge, and truth. But grow spiritually what? Mature. Do you see this? But gr- See, you can't grow if you're not in this word. So there has to be some exercise. There has to be some study of the word, some hearing of the word, some application of the word, being in an environment where the word is being preached. Are you here? But grow spiritually mature in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, honor, majesty, splendor, both now and the day of eternity. Amen. So number two, the what? Diversion. If it's leading you away. Come on, guys. Talk to me. If you're leading, if it's leading you, what does that mean? So, so it, as, as nice as they are, as appealing as this religion may seem, if it's leading you away from Christ, that's error. Are you here? Number three, the deliverer, the messenger. The messenger. The messenger. What's number three? Come on, I'm almost done. What's number three? What do you mean by the messenger, preacher? Whoever is teaching you the word, who's ever giving out the instructions, the doctrines, they must be doctrines or teachings or the teachings of the word, not my own philosophy. Because if the deliverer brings another message, the deliverer is an error. We just seen that. Are you here? So, <laughs> you look at whatever religion, just pick one. Whatever. Look at Buddhism. Sid Arthur said some wise things. <laughs> but to follow that doctrine, since it does not line up with Christ's teaching, I'm in error. 
boy, y'all, y'all, hey, we are, I have, I have, I know people who believe everything, but my, my job is to inseminate you with this gospel of Jesus. So you love him. You quit looking. My friend is a Buddhist. Love him. Love on him. On them. Are you here? In the response, as if many of you don't even believe this gospel. Are you here? So you want to look at the what? Deliverer. What is being delivered to me? Are you with me? So if whoever's teaching this, whatever it is, if it leads me away, there may be some principles that might help you along your way in, in Hinduism. But since the teaching goes against the foundation of the word, to follow that, I would be in error. Are you out here? If I'm standing on the street corner preaching pro whatever, if this teaching goes away from Christ's teaching, I am in. Are you with me? And, of course, the Bible gives stern warning to those who would teach false faults or incorporate doctrines simply because it is it, the reason why the word is such against false teachings is because it's compatible with man's ideas. So when I'm following false teachings, do you remember a few minutes ago we showed you that anybody who goes away from it, they're in pride, they're proud. Why? Well, it's following. I just believe. See? That God is bigger than that, and he can show us another way. He's not going to show you another way. I don't think everybody heard me. I'm, I'm talking specifically to the believer now. He is not going to show you another way other than the foundation that he has laid. Second Peter 1, 20, let me say this. Notice, so whatever they are teaching, whatever they are instructing, Brother Rudolph, it has to be that which Christ has already laid, not something new that goes beyond what he teaches. Are you here? First Peter 1 Peter 1.20. Knowing this, this first. Second, yeah, well, here, yeah, okay. Thank you. Knowing this first, that what? No. Guys, come on. <laughs> Listen, just, just shake yourself. Shake yourself. I know you're trying to think of another way. There's, there's no, no other way. No other way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but. Such as I said, there's no other way. He in error. Oh, you here? It, it, come on, from the front to the back. Let's just read this out loud. Ready? Read, read. Sit up tall. Let's do the inflection of your voice. Ready? Let's read. Knowing this, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. Verse 21, for, watch this. 
Verse 21. For no what? Prophecy ever came by an act of human will, but moved, but men moved what? By Holy Spirit. Spoke from God. So no prophecy ever came by an act. So just let me say it like this. Listen how I'm saying this. The white man didn't write the Bible. We know that. We know that the black man didn't write the Bible. Men wrote as God spoke. There's one author, but there are many penmen. One author, but many penmen. So we know that the white man didn't write the Bible. Why? Because we know that no prophecy was ever given by the act of human will. But men wrote and preserved that which God spoke. Boy. For all of the whoever haters, we know King James didn't write the Bible. His translation is just the closest to the original text. Are you here? <laughs> Let me give you another one. Let's, this, this, this is. And, and, and see, watch this. Notice we just walked through this. Uh, 2 Timothy 3.16. Notice this to Gideon. Uh, maybe do an amplifier. Earlier, we spoke about men being real smooth in their philosophy and what they're saying. See, here's the thing again. When you don't know the truth, you're more susceptible into being led into error because you don't know it sounds good. Man, he right. Let, let me tell you something. Let me, let, just let me say this. Let, let, let me say this. Let me, uh, we were all made from one blood. We're all made from one blood. That's Bible. All made from one blood. Um, and just let me say this. Let, let me say this. <laughs> God has got to love, man. No one race is superior than another. And if the, watch, watch this. And if the God you serve calls you to hate another race, sir, you are in error. Ma'am, you are being led astray. If the God that you serve causes you to hate another race. And, and, and that's whatever color. And for one race to think that we're more superior than another race, you are in error, sir. Who's instructing you? That's a classic example of doctrine of demons. All. All. You all say it. Scripture is God breathed. I think the original translation says inspiration, which, which, which simply means inspired. It simply means divinely breathed, divine inspiration, in-breathing. God breathed. All scripture is what? God breathed. Given by who? 
Let go of the Holy Spirit again. And is what? Profitable for? Hold up. Doctrine. I think that's what the original, the kingdom says, doctrine. Same thing, instruction. For conviction of sin. For, uh, see, so, so, so if I'm off, let's use the word that has been inspired. God breathed to get you back in line. Are you here? For correction, what? Of error and restoration to obedience. You see that? So if somebody's off, the word will get you back into line. Wow. Wow. For training and righteousness, what? Learning to live in conformity to God's will, both publicly, privately. Keep reading. And, and what? More courage. Now, Paul considered, notice we said, we on the last one, we said, number one is doctrine, know what you've been taught, right? Number two, diversion. It, what you're receiving, is it leading you away from Christ? Is it teaching you to hate another race? Is it saying your race is better because Jesus may have look color-wise more like you. Are y'all here? Is it saying women aren't equal to men? Are you being taught that, 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 that the woman has to, 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 to stay at home, have babies, and that's the way it's going to be? You don't have a voice. It's quiet. That's good because I, I know you're getting it. Man, let, let, let me tell you something. Let, 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 you know what? Let, let, let me tell you how I am. I, I'm not impressed. I'm, I, I'm speaking to your spirit. I, I'm never moved. I, I don't get impressed with trying to get you to get all emotional from a physical standpoint. No, I need this word in me. To, to, to me, having a good time at church or at worship is the word was taught. Worship was great. The word was received. It made a difference. And change took place. See, see we have associated jumping around and, and, uh, as a good time. That, that, oh, come on, guys. After all that, now sit down. Now give me some word. Not only should you know how to go into worship, but you ought to be able to know how to defend this gospel when you come out of worship. See the difference? So when you come out of worship... And go into this world that disregards God. But Paul refers to those proclaiming the good news. Watch this. As stewards of truth, not the source of it. Stewards of the truth, not the source of it. So the deliverer is a steward of the truth, not the source of the truth. 
Did you hear me, Minister Williams? The, the deliverer is a steward, a guarder, a protector of the truth, not the source. So if whoever is delivering the truth claims that they are the source, you in error. Does that make sense? L listen. The deliverer, like me, use myself as an example. I am a protector, a steward of the truth, not the source of it. So that means whatever I'm proclaiming, I can't be talking about, oh, yeah, this is what, this is what Bobby came up with. Bobby. Or whoever. So whatever philosophy you are following, if it goes against the truth, you are never a man. Let me show you. 1 Corinthians 4.1. Notice what Paul said. Um, 1 Corinthians 4.1, New King James. He said, let a man so consider us, watch this, as servants of Christ and stewards. Stewards of the mysteries, mysterion, that thing which is unknowable, only known through revelation that God reveals. Are you here? So let, let a man so consider us as what? Servants of Christ and stewards. See, we're, those who are proclaiming the word, we should be stewards of the word. We're not the source of it. We're only declaiming the unknowable. We're only declaiming that which was revealed by God. And if it was anything that's revealed by God should line up with the word of God, not go against the word of God. Anybody who has a revelation that goes against the truth is in error. And I close with this one. Are you here? Paul explicitly says that there's only one true foundation for our faith, which is Jesus Christ. Come on, give me something, son. 1 Corinthians 3, 14, 15. Listen. <laughs> a, a, let me tell you, a, a sound Christian is a sound Christian. And watch this. Every area, they're balanced. See that? It's not enough to just come and speak in tongues and thank God for all that. And we, we do that and believe in all that. But, but I want to be sound. I don't want to just look good and see. I don't want to look good and just in church and just impress saints. Can I clearly articulate why I love Jesus? Why I believe in Jesus? And, and watch this. And I don't care how fancy it sounds. I don't care who comes up with something new, how intellectual they are. Honey, you are not going to shake me away from the foundation of the truth. Jesus warned me about people like you. You would sound good. You would be real intelligent. But you would be in pride. A lot of people were intellectual. Some too smart for their own good. 
Because if I was really that intelligent, it seemed like the truth would come more easily to me. Are you here? If anyone, no, 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 3, 14, 15. You here? These things I write to you, though I hope to come to you shortly. But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church. See, see, hold on. There are many gods, things devoted as God, but there's only one living God. Y'all missed that. There are many things devoted and worshiped as gods. Listen to me, but there's only one living God. Are you here? Which is the church of the living God? The pillar and ground of the truth. The church. The house of God, with this, which is the church of the living God. The pillar and ground of truth. Listen, number one. When it comes to knowing the essentials, are you here? Sound doctrine. You must understand doctrine, which is know what you are being taught. Number two, you have to understand diversion. What's been delivered to me? What I'm taking as instructional living for my life. Is it leading me to God or away from God? Are you here? And number three, the deliverer. Are they messages of the truth or the source of it? If they're the source of it, they're an error. The messenger should be leading you toward God, not away. Let's get a Lord a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.